See the light of day, looking up to higher crown, thinking that'll be your sweet escape. These days got a schedule to romance. They say that love is a slow dance. A short bike ride to the crib, using no hands. Oh shit, it feel like I'm floating, but I'm falling with both eyes closed when I let the world spin. Testing the water, she got my nurse tense. Back when I ain't even have a purpose, I was so eager to learn some things. Anxiety bring out the worst to me. Society paint me as enemy. My niggas making it by that remedy. I'm more occasional, don't do it regularly. Backs under my eyes, weighing down heavily. Mama been worried, the devil allegedly deep in the plan. Subconsciously wanted it since I was 10. I thought I was sharp on my scroll and my pen think it did. So mama found she did them ledge. She told me that's not who I am. But nowadays I put on for the fam, see you when I can I'm surrounded by my feelings, I'm stuck on a ferris wheel I bet I perish with 140 acres She want the horse and the carriage, a portion and portion of garbage I talk to the mirror, I know that life's not the fairest I lost my can, I can't pay off the bills with the blessing I show I relate to the ready Well, first of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today they never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Snell of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I hope you're all having a great Monday so far. I hope you had a great day. Hope you had a great first day of school, great day of work. Hope the weekend was great. Hope you had to do something fun. Uh, just hope, uh, hope you had a chance to relax. I cannot believe August is almost over. Um, September is literally over Thursday. We're going to be in September, and then before you know it, it'll be fall. And then you've got Thanksgiving, you've got oh, Halloween, you've got Thanksgiving, then Christmas, and then the new year. I cannot believe that. It's just crazy. Like, it's just the year has just gone by really fast. Um, in this episode, we are predicting my projection of what the 53-man roster for the Washington Commanders will look like. But before we get into that, there's a few things I would like to say up front. By now, you should have seen the Baltimore Ravens project, my projection for the Baltimore Ravens, excuse me, 53-man roster already uploaded. Um, it should already have been premiered by now. Um, as I said, pre as I said in that video, be on the lookout for those episodes coming down the pipe, episodes 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. They'll be out soon. Um, now, with the Washington Commanders, um, it's no, we, it was yesterday, it was reported that uh, there was an attempt at carjacking and uh, Brian Robinson was shot. Um, he was treated for non-life-threatening wounds. Um, he had a surgery today, and it was successfully well. Um, you know, watching, uh, being on Twitter, uh, he was very appreciative of the support from players, coaches, and just really everybody. Just making, uh, just being supportive. Ron Rivera was at the hospital. Uh, Daniel Steiner and his wife, and the other members of the Washington Commanders organization, were all there. Um, my initial reaction was 
one, I hope, was he? That, let me take it back. I had two reactions. So my first reaction was, I, I hope that it wasn't life-threatening. That was one. And then number two, he was playing so he had a great preseason. Would this have an effect going forward? And I say that to say that he should not rush back. You've got 17 games. The most important thing for Brian Robinson to do is get is make sure he's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically well. Those things are important. Uh, football will always it's not going anywhere uh, because this was that, that's a traumatic experience. And I know for a fact that they will have all the resources that they will support Brian as he is beginning now his recovery to get back on the football field. So definitely, Brian, take your time. I'm going to continue to pray for Brian Robinson, and um, he will be back on the field. But the most important thing is that he's taking care of himself. That is the most important thing, and I believe he would, and I believe he's doing that. Um, but also, two more important, ladies and gentlemen, just. Be careful out here. Um, check on loved ones. Check on friends, and just uh, more importantly, just be aware. Uh, that's 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 my that's my take on it. Just be aware. Um, but as far as the fifty-three man roster goes, I've had an idea when I did my mock when I did my mock rough draft of what this what this Washington football team is going to look like come. The first come week one, I could see some a couple things happening. So the Washington Commanders could actually keep fifty four players on their roster because there is somebody by the name of David uh, Baba, who was signed through the International Players Pathway Program, and after Tuesday they can keep fifty four. But I see Washington making some moves, and you're going to see as I'm going through what this each position by position where Washington could use some help. Um, but let me start off by saying this. It was a decent preseason. I think Ron Rivera made it clear that he knows who is starting and who's working for their jobs. Uh, he made that clear pretty much at the He's made that pretty, he's made that vehemently clear. Um, and especially at the start of camp, um, the three quarterbacks that I have making the roster, they're no brainers. They have been set in stone without a shot of a doubt. Um, Ron said Saturday that there was four to seven roster spots still up for still, still up for position change. Uh, they have until tomorrow, 4 PM to make those changes, to make the cuts. And I think this is definitely going to be some interesting cuts. Um, I mean, we're looking at wide receivers, tight ends, safeties. It's definitely, I think the Baltimore game really kind of set in stone what I think the Washington commanders would look like. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying I think, I think what I'm, how I'm trying to phrase it is, 
I think before this this game in Baltimore, I, Ron, Ron knew what his team would look like. Um, now, when you look, just compared to the other two games, Washington's defense did better, holding Baltimore to nine first downs compared to the other 22 <laughs> first downs. Um, they allowed just 21 yards in rushing, one third down conversion, eight tries. Those are good. Those are improvements that I saw. Um, now, again, I don't know between the 31st and September 11th, the opener against Jacksonville. I don't know. I, I could really see some some additions off waivers being made. So we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball. And this was no brainer. Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, and Mr. Samuel Howe. Shout out to Sean Spencer, Tar Heels. Um, Carson Wentz has all the confidence. I think I, this is to me a no brainer. Um, when healthy and focused, and I, I believe motivated, I feel like there's stability at the quarterback position for Washington. I've made it clear, and I'm not backing down from that. I project the Washington Commanders to win 10 games this year. Um, I'm sticking with that. Now, the supporting cast that he has, I think, is better than what he's had in Philly and Indianapolis, which a lot of people last year liked to gloss over, but we're not going to get into that. Taylor Heineke is a solid backup quarterback. Nothing more, nothing less. The year Washington won the division, he was just the spark, the spark plug that the team needed. Sam Howell has proven that he can be a potential franchise quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Hell, he could even be the backup quarterback. But for right now, he'll be learning behind Carson and Taylor Heineke. Nothing more, nothing less. The running back position. I had four running backs. Uh, this was this was pretty fair for me, honestly. Um, I don't for Brian I, Brian Robinson was more, was more, was definitely going to be the number one starting running back, and I feel like that may have, that I feel like that's put a a damper on things, but I feel like, again, when I look at the running position, I don't think you'd look for another running back. Yes. I understand Antonio Gibson has a case of of fumbleitis, but you still got JD McKissick who, you know, when he gets touches on the ball, he produces. And like, I don't think that's fair to take away from McKissick or Jarrett Patterson. Yes. I know, you know, Jarrett Patterson, you know, he, He's still young, but I, I don't feel like if we take away from him, like I, I, I mean, he was the lone draft free agent. He started all 17 games last year. And I feel like if you bring a running back in here, whether I don't, I know, I think was it Sonny Michelle that was cut today. He's going to need a minute to, to learn the, the system and those things. I, I feel like work with what you have. I think that's what Washington should do. Um, like for right now, let's keep these four running backs. This is I, I kind of seen it like that. 
Um, nothing will change. Um, and again, we, because of Antonio Gibson's performance in the preseason and the way Brian Robinson coming into camp had played so well, you know, Brian made it clear that Antonio Gibson is going to be the kick returner, but we don't know how much he's going to be involved on the offense. That's the kicker. So we'll see. But those are me. These are my four running backs to make it for the Washington Commanders. Wide receivers. Uh, this was actually tough. Um, I've made a short on YouTube, uh, particularly with one Deami Brown, figuring like this was his last opportunity as a third round draft pick. Um, <sighs> Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Dobson, and Cam Sims. Those are locks. Um, even though with Cam Curtis Samuel, I still. Uh, I got to see more. I'm just not sold right now on the, you know, you've given him the money and he's been dealing with injuries. Now, um, Dobson, I predict that he'll have a decent rookie season. Um, I mean, and then you have Cam Sims, who definitely brings value. Now, De'Ami Brown, he's just been, he's just, I don't know what it is. He's just been very disappointing. And I thought with his former college quarterback, I thought that would have definitely turned some things around. Um, but I feel like they'll give him one more opportunity to prove himself that he belongs on the Washington, belong on this on this on this team. And then Dax Milliner, he just provides depth and most likely be a punt returner. That's how I see the that's how I see the wide receivers. Um, I mean, no disrespect to like Alex Alex Erickson, I. I I prefer to go a little bit with more younger talent, um, especially where if you've got guys like a Dax Milliner, uh, Deami Brown, who have shown flashes of what they can be, like, I don't want to take that away from them. So when I look at the tight ends next, this is going to be the key. Um, now, they've battled injuries all summer. And – Logan Thomas is off the physically unable to perform list. Um, I believe John Bates is supposed to be back practicing at some point this week. Um, and then you've got Curl, ugh, Curl, Cole Turner. He's been dealing with an injury. I believe it was his ha hamstring injury. And then the only one that's really is Amari Rodgers. He's an undrafted free agent. He's actually a former college quarterback. And he definitely has... Uh, he's very athletic. He has the size. He could definitely, definitely make some impact on this team offensively. Um, I, I think getting Logan Thomas back was was big. Um, I wasn't expecting him to come back that fast, um, and I'm happy he's back. Now, but that being that, but that being the case, I think what's key is now building up that chemistry with Carson Wentz, and. We all know John Bates is more of a run block, more of a blocker. And uh, we all know Cole Turner, you know, like I said, dealing with the hamstring injury, but he definitely um, can contribute and Amari Rodgers. So, and if you look, if you think about it, if Logan Thomas still, you know, we don't know if he'd be ready by week one, but you've got Bates, Turner, and Rodgers. So you, you've got guys that can hold the fort down for sure until Logan Thomas is ready for sure. If, he's, if he is available for week one offensive line, this was actually not 
hard to figure out. Um, I decided to stick with building depth at the offensive line. Uh, Charles Leno, Andrew Norwell, Chase Rulier, uh, Ty Turner, Sam Cosme, Cornelius Lucas, Wes Scheitz Welzer, Sadiq Charles, and Chris Paul. No, not the point guard, Chris Paul. Um, I, I just look at last year, Washington dealt with some injuries. Um, I know Turner, I know he's been dealing with a, a quad injury. Um, Rulier, we'll see how he what he looks like this year, um, especially coming off that, that leg injury. Um, and then Sadiq Charles and Chris Paul, they are more of a they can they're they're flexible. You can put them at tackle, guard, doesn't matter. And I think that's what you need. Um like I I, I tried to I don't think 10, I think nine was fair. Um but this is a whole new this is this is a whole new offensive line. And I think these guys would do fine. Um Wes Martin, honorable mention, but I don't see it. I just don't see it. I know they claimed them off waivers, and um, I, I don't, I don't see it. Defensive on the defensive side of the football. Start with the D line, Mister Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, James Smith Williams, Fildarian Matthews, uh, Ife Obawade, Casey Tuhill, and Shaka Tony. My honorable mention uh, for defensive line was Mr. Daniel Wise. Um, now, this is going to be tough because now this defense is going to have this, this defensive line, excuse me, for the next four to five games, Chase Young's not there. So they're going to have to, you're going to expect guys to step up and they're going to have to adjust. So you're, Probably going to see Washington mix it up. You're probably going to see a potential. Uh, you can see Washington go with, example, five defensive ends. Um, you'll probably mix it up on the defensive side. You know, probably want more size in the interior. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Um, now, the the only reason why I say that, uh, I mean, I, I think these guys are are pretty good. We know. Uh, Deron Payne, he's going to look for a payday. We all know what Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat are going to bring. You know, Shaka Tony, Case Tuhill, Mathis. These are these are all. <clears throat> excuse me, these are all uh, depth, and I think you need that. And they've with Chase Young not there, that open that that definitely will be key. Um, so. I could potentially, you could be, I could see Washington adding a defensive lineman here, veteran off waivers. I don't know who that would be. Um, and this is an area I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give this a red flag. I will caution this because I'm feel like Washington's going to add something to the defensive line until Chase Young comes back. But I, I, I'm, I feel like this is a this is a good group of defensive linemen you would go with, in my opinion. Uh, the most disappointing position that Washington has not addressed is the linebacking position, and I went with Mister Jamin Davis, Cole Holcomb, David Mayo, and Kalike Hudson. Um, arguably the weakest position for Washington, and I'm just still mind boggled that not 
no effort to upgrade it whatsoever. Um, but knowing Washington and seeing their games, they've only used two traditional linebackers, and it's just Cole Holcomb and Jamie Davis. Um, and this is where I see them adding a a veteran for sure. Um, Hudson is more of a special teamers, and David Mayo, you can probably you bring him in for blitz packages for a run or something like that. That's pretty much how I see those two guys. But I do I would like to see them look at a position at a linebacker. I suggest Christian Welsh if he's cut. Um Trey Flowers was out there before he signed with the Miami Dolphins. There's a couple options out there that they could sign. Um just just gotta wait and see what's out there. Next, defensive backs. Uh, this was interesting. I went, I stay, I, I feel like this is what it could look like. Kendall Fuller, William Jackson, the third, Brandon St. Just, Corn Edler, and Christian Holmes. Uh, I feel a couple things on this. So one can make the argument that they could keep five or six. Take it or leave it. Now, Christian Holmes definitely had a good preseason game, had a pre had a good preseason. Corn Edler coming from Carolina, he definitely, according like to what Ron was saying in the post in the in the media calls, is that he's had a terrific camp all summer. He earned his spot. Um, it's just Danny Johnson, I know he's a vet, but he has not had the greatest preseason at all, in my opinion. And um I feel like those are the five guys that you can keep. Now, William Jackson the third, I'm be honest, like this is this is his year to prove something. Um, because uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not totally off the wagon, but I'm in the air. We all know Kendall Fuller. He's still developing. Um St. Just, I'm Really curious to see what he looks like in the slot as a corner uh, because of his size, but I think he'll I think he'll do fine. Um, Christian Holmes most likely could be on special teams, um, but yeah, who knows? But I, that's what I think I could see with these five corners. The safeties, I'm going with Bobby McCain. Cameron Curl, Derek Forrest, Percy Butler, and Mr. Jeremy Reeves. So we all know that um, Bobby McCain is going to be the 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 guy to make the defensive is going to be the the the, the guy, the communicator. Um, and Derek Forrest, I think, is a steal for Washington. Um, and Ron Rivera has preached that. Percy Butler will be mostly a good special teams player, and he's not afraid to be physical. And that's something Washington really, really is going to like. And then Jeremy Reeves, again, is just depth. Nothing nothing will change about that. Um, I can't see him being cut. Um but I mean, probably Cam Curl's the next one that could get a contract extension. Uh, but we all know Percy Butler, 
you know, they go out, they do this with all the rookies, start on special teams and then take it from there. So, and then the special teams unit, uh, Joey Sly, Tressway, and Mr. Cameron Cheeseman. Uh, the only problem is Mr. Joey Sly. He needs to get his leg looked at. I don't know if he needs to, um, need some icy hot or something because uh, he's definitely a lot, of, a lot of points left out there, uh, especially the opening drive against Baltimore. Um, and you've, and he's paid for this year and next year. And looking at the pool of kickers that are currently free agents, they are not that great. Um, so he needs to get his act together. He really, really does. Um, yes, Joey Sly is a good kicker, but he's definitely, definitely had, he has his moments. So uh, I do expect him to work out the kinks from his perspective. But other than that, I mean, Tressway is the best punter in the game, one of the best, arguably. And then Cameron Cheeseman is a long snapper. So he knows, he knows his role. So that is my, <clears throat> excuse me, that is my 53 projected man roster uh like i said i predict this team to win 10 games this is now year three where i expect something to develop um same with baltimore i'm starting neutral i'm taking it one game at a time that's my approach um i don't expect nothing more nothing more nothing less i don't expect nothing i just keeping it at a neutral point um because between now and September, for week one, this is for all the teams. These teams may look different. Um, but Washington, I could definitely see making some moves, looking looking to upgrade, uh, looking to find a, a, a linebacker. Um, do you potentially look for a defensive lineman? Or are you comfortable with the group that you have currently? Um, that's That's really it. Um, I do see Washington making the playoffs. Uh, I'm just not really right now sold on the NFC East. I'm Philadelphia. I'm not on the wagon right now. Philadelphia winning the division. Uh, Dallas, I got to stay. Got to, uh, I don't know. I still think Dallas will win at least 10 or more games. I'd say that they'll have a winning record, but I, I don't know. I'm just not sold on Dallas right now. And then, you know, the Giants, they're obviously rebuilding. So um I I I I think this is gonna be a I think this is has has this team will be will be good. Uh I do expect to see some struggles, but I think Ron, I think how can I say this? I think Ron knows the plan. I think he now expects it to be put together. And I'm curious to see what it looks like out there for the next 17 games. So um, with that being said, that's going to conclude the episode. Y'all let me know how y'all, how your favorite NFL team is doing with uh, preseason and how do you project your roster, your team look like this year? And how do you think they'll look? Do they go to the playoffs? Do you think they'll miss the playoffs or won't even make the playoffs? So, um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, be tuned in for future episodes. Again, thank you for the support you've given me and this YouTube channel. Um, it's much appreciated. Uh, again, please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, also, follow me on 
Spotify, Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I'm also on Apple, Google Podcasts. Check me out on there. And also, I'd be greatly appreciated if you left a review. Um, as far as the other episodes, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be published soon. So in the meantime, my closing message is <sighs> self-care. Self-care is important. Um, when you use self-care, um, you see it makes you feel better. It makes you feel good. Um, one thing that I've, I'm learning is, is that if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't take care of others around you. And I think we need to be reminded of that. Uh, we're all, we all, we are, as individuals, we should take care of ourselves first before we take care of other things. Um, that's like going to the grocery store without a grocery list and like, oh, I memorized it. And I, and you come home with opposite what the grocery list said. So it's prioritizing yourself first and taking care of yourself first. And also to um, just, just be, just be careful out here. Just be, just be aware check on friends, check on loved ones. Uh, that's my closing message. Uh, but with that being said, that's going to conclude the episode. Um, I will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good evening. Peace. Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. Sports talk.